the Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 11th, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. Washington does well in a new report on how states are supporting rural schools, but it still shows there's room for improvement. We get the details from our Eric Tegetoff. The National Rural Education Association's Why Rural Matters 2023 assessment ranks Washington in the top 15 for its backing of rural schools. Head of the National Rural Education Association, Alan Pratt, says there's still work for lawmakers to do, such as assessing how money is spent on rural schools. Is that dollar amount or the funding model in Washington state really hitting the needs of rural districts or is it more modeled or more set up to help urban and suburban districts? The report shows Washington State is struggling in a few areas. That includes rural enrollment at public preschools at about 25% and the percent of rural gifted students who are female, which ranks among the fifth worst percentage in the nation. Now from NBC News, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie announced Wednesday he is getting out of the 2024 presidential campaign. As his main competition for moderate voters in the New Hampshire primary, Nikki Haley gains on Donald Trump in the state. Quoting Christie, I'm going to make sure that in no way do I enable Donald Trump to ever be president of the U.S. again. That's more important than my own personal ambition. NBC notes Christie is not expected to make any endorsement right now. And truckers and other commercial drivers see a whole lot while they're crisscrossing states like Indiana, which is why they are partnering with law enforcement this week to raise awareness about human trafficking. Partnerships like these make sense as more than a million trucks pass through the crossroads of America every day. When the big rigs stop at interstate inspection stations, drivers receive educational handouts about human trafficking. Kimberly Hill is the district coordinator for Indiana's Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Division. She says truckers are learning to spot traffickers and alert authorities. Traffickers are quick to seduce people, especially young adults, often lured into the shadows under false pretenses with modeling gigs or other glamorous jobs. Too many times they are lies which draw victims into sex or labor trafficking. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Truckers Against Trafficking. We partner with them, especially for this week. We do this initiative distributing material to the commercial vehicle industry because they're the eyes and ears of America. Hill says the program is designed to reduce human trafficking, which is not only a problem in North America, but also around the world. The human trafficking hotline is another tool getting results. Since its inception, it has identified over a thousand cases and more than 2,300 victims in Indiana. I'm Joe Olary reporting. The National Human Trafficking Hotline can be accessed online. This is Public News Service. It is that time of year again where it seems like many folks are getting sick. And guess what? You're not wrong. State data shows flu and RSV cases are on the rise in the Grand Canyon state, along with other respiratory illnesses, such as COVID-19. Danielle Sebens at Arizona State University says medical professionals have started to use the term triple-demic to describe the severity of this year's flu season, with all three viruses hitting Arizona simultaneously. Part of it is that we're still seeing the evolution of what the pandemic did to everybody's immunity across the board. When we were 
we're all stay home and stay safe and masking and really having social distancing, we didn't have these same exposures to viruses that we're seeing when everybody's now back together. AAA says 2023 had the second highest year-end travel forecast since 2000, with more than 115 million travelers hitting roads and airways to get home. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. Amid ongoing concerns about reproductive access in the Magnolia State, Mississippi's Democratic lawmakers and advocacy groups are slated to introduce the Right to Contraception Act in February. Ninety percent of women between the age of 18 and 64 have used some form of birth control at some point in their childbearing years. State Representative Zakia Summers of Jackson says the new Right to Contraception Act is about protecting Mississippians' freedom to determine the kind of future they want for their lives. It would codify Mississippians' right to be able to access contraception. This legislation helps families determine their economic mobility so that they can make the best financial decisions for them and for their families. They may be asking questions like, can we afford to raise a child right now? Do we have the jobs necessary to be able to take family leave? Summers points out that contraceptions goes beyond family planning because it has many health benefits. For Public News Service, I'm Danielle Smith. Finally, from Edwin J. Vieira, as the General Assembly session begins, AARP Virginia is calling on lawmakers to tackle some key reforms. In particular, they're looking to establish a prescription drug affordability board. In recent years, prescription drug prices have risen much higher than the rate of inflation. The General Assembly came close to passing this bill in 2023, though it was defeated in the House. AARP Virginia's Jared Calfee says people shouldn't be forced to choose between vital medicines and other necessities and says the new panel would address that. They would set up an independent board that would have the ability to look at drugs that had significant cost increase or egregiously high launch prices and conduct an affordability review. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. You can hear us on interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.